Welcome to this week's episode of Guarding the Well podcast. My name is James, and I'm so glad that you're tuning in with us today. Hopefully, uh, your day is going well. Uh, things are... Oh, well, I'll be honest with you. When I am recording this particular episode, um, it's the day after the election, and you think we know who the president uh, is going to be, but we don't. Uh, at least when I'm recording this, hopefully by the day's end, uh, we'll know who the president is. Uh, it has been one crazy, crazy year um, for us in America, us in the world, and so I appreciate you tuning in, uh, taking a listen to uh, this podcast and what we're trying to do. And what we're trying to do is just help you have a healthier walk with Jesus. That is our aim, plain and simple. That is what we're trying to do. We're trying to help you know more about Jesus, to help you have a better walk with Jesus. And that's all we want to do. That's all I want to do is to help you uh, in that. And uh, hopefully uh, we've been able to do that over the last uh, couple episodes and... Um, you know, we still have a lot of things planned moving forward uh, with this. Hopefully, uh, in the next couple episodes, I'll be able to tell you something else I've been working on over the last couple months. But uh, hey, if you could do me a favor, uh, if this podcast has been a blessing to you, uh, one of the episodes, or hopefully all of the episodes, uh, if you wouldn't mind subscribing, uh, whether you're uh, on Podbean or Apple or Google or whatever uh, your uh, podcast hosting site is, if you would... Um, if you would subscribe, uh, if you could leave us a comment, that would be uh, amazing. I would love to hear from you. If you could just hit that like button, um, it would really help us. It would be really beneficial uh, to us. It would also help me know that uh, you're listening, uh, which is always a, a good thing. Uh, and if you could, uh, if you want to, you can connect with us on Facebook with uh, at Guarding the Well uh, on pod on Facebook rather. We'd love to hear from you. You. You could use, uh, you know, the messenger. You just leave some comments, or you can like the different posts because we try to post some things during the week, other than just this podcast on the Facebook page that uh, hopefully will help you in your walk with the Lord. And so, if you could really, um, you know, connect with us, we'd love to hear uh, from you. And if you have any questions or anything along those lines, maybe something uh, that we spoke about in a previous podcast, maybe something um, that you're wondering about how it is affecting your heart or maybe how you're guarding your heart. We'd love to hear from that, uh, from, from you on that. And so uh, this week's episode, um, you know, the, the subject matter comes from something that um, I've noticed over this last calendar year. And yes, uh, COVID has um, really shown... Uh, more of this in our society, and I am trying to stop using the word COVID because I don't know about you. I'm getting just tired of hearing about it. But anyways, um, I am a big introvert. I don't know if you know that. Uh, well, you probably don't, but I'm a big introvert, which means, uh, you know, being around a lot of people at once is actually very exhausting for me. And yes, I'm a pastor. I see the how the how God is funny in all that as well. But I'm a big introvert, which means, you know, being by myself doesn't really bother me. Um, if I only have a couple uh, people around me, I'm okay with that. Uh, for me to uh, recharge my batteries, um, I need to be by myself. I need to kind of just um, 
relax. Um, but some people are extroverts and some of you are extroverts, which means, you know, you need to be around people. You need to um, be engaged in the lives of other people, uh, talking with them, interacting with them. And that excites you, that energizes you. And for me, just thinking about that, it exhausts me. And so that's a big difference about an extrovert and an introvert. But I'm the introvert, and one of the things that I do, and this is just a personal thing, is I've always liked to watch people and how they react and respond to different situations. I even thought about going in that direction uh, of studying people, uh, you know, when I was in college, because uh, I was a psychology major, and, and those different aspects of psychology really interest me. And I like to watch people and not in, you know, just like, how do you respond and, and why do you respond that way? Those types of things. And one of the things that I've noticed, I've noticed this even in myself, I've noticed it with my kids, I've noticed it with my wife, I've noticed it with the people uh, that are part of my church family, is that over the last couple months, we've lost community. We don't have community. Now, for some people, it'll be like, oh, well, that's okay with me, but it's not really okay. And here's why. The lack of community is really bothering people. They may not realize it, but, but it is. Um, we need community. You and I need community. Uh, we need to be around others. And when I say others, I'm not saying, you know, it has to be 50 people. Uh, for some people, it's going to be two or three. It's not so much the number of people, but we need to be around other people. We need to be engaged with other people. Uh, scripture sometimes uses the word fellowship, uh, of being in a common bond with uh, one another, being in fellowship with others. But we need community. If you don't know who John MacArthur, he, he's a pastor out in uh, California, and some of you might know who he was, is, rather. Um, but a couple months back, I was studying for uh, something, and I came across something that he said, and it really stood out to me. And I, I've actually, I actually like this line. And what he says is this, fellowship cannot exist in a world of avatars. And if you don't know what an avatar is, it's the computer-generated person, uh, emoji, if you would, uh, that people use to interact with other people on maybe a gaming device or social media or something along those lines. But Pastor MacArthur, he says, fellowship cannot exist in a world of avatars. And what he's getting at there is, you know, we can't have true community when it is only online. Now, some people are going to argue with that, and that's fine. They can argue with it, um, but I really think there's a truth in that. Now, can we have um, interaction and engagement with one another through uh, technology? We can, but I really think we don't get true community until we're one-on-one -on -one -on -one with each other, that we're actually with each other in person, and this is really, really important. Because you and I, we live in a culture of isolation. You see, we are connected like we've never been connected before as a people. You know, you're listening to this podcast. I have no idea where you're at in this world. Um, you could be thousands of miles from where I'm at right now listening to me talk. And so we're connected in that way. But we're connected like we've never been before. But you know what? We're also isolated more than we've ever been. 
Think about it. You don't need to leave your house anymore. And sometimes that sounds amazing. But as we've seen over uh, when COVID really started to happen, it really started bothering people. My kids love, uh, you know, watching the Disney movies and things along those lines. And there's a Disney movie called WALL-E. And I don't know if you're familiar with it, but we're moving towards a WALL-E culture. And in the movie of WALL-E, you know, all the people on Earth, they have to leave the planet Earth because it just got filled with so much garbage. And all they do is they float around in this spaceship and the people don't walk. They sit on these chairs that float around and there's a screen in front of them and they do absolutely everything through this screen, even talking to the person that's one foot away from them. They talk to them through the screen. Now think about it. We're heading in that direction. You know, a lot of us, you know, you don't have to leave home for work anymore. That has happened a great deal over the last year that we don't even have to leave our homes to go to work. I know a lot of my friends started working from home. Their, their company said, okay, you can work from home you know, stay there and work at home. Uh, at one point, I was even seeing news reports of like Twitter saying, you know what, we're not even going to have people come into the building anymore. Even after COVID, we're going to get rid of these brick and mortar buildings and people can do their jobs from home. So you can work from home. You know what else you can do from home? Exercise. You don't have to go to the gym. You just get an app. You buy some, from, some weights, you exercise from home. You know what else you can do at home? Grocery shop. You know, you, you all call out to Alexa to put something on your grocery list. You go to Amazon, you go to Walmart, you go to whatever, and you buy what you need, and then they deliver it to your house. You don't even have to go out of your house to go to a restaurant anymore. All you have to do is jump on an app, order the food, and they deliver it to your house. You don't even, you don't have to go out of the house anymore. Not only that, you don't even have to go out of your house to visit the doctor anymore. You know, my son Noah, if you've been uh, following us, you, you kind of have an idea of his health issues. But uh, over the course of the last couple of years, he's been having a lot of um, doctor visits in my kitchen. Yep, in my kitchen. Um, we just set up the computer. Uh, the doctor uh, calls us. And I don't think it's Zoom, uh, but very, very, uh, something very similar to Zoom. And uh, they just have this... Um, appointment in my kitchen and they're asking Noah all these questions and they're looking at this and they're looking at that. We don't even have to go to the doctors anymore, which I guess could be a good thing. You don't have to sit in the waiting room, but we don't have to leave our homes. And so we are connected, but yet we are isolated more so now than we have ever been. And the problem with that is true fellowship, true community, is not really found online. We can have a degree of it, but when the deep personal life-changing community happens is when we live life with other people. We, we're engaged with them. We're in a community with them. And that's important for us as individual followers of Christ, and it's important for us together as the church. I was on the phone with uh, a pastor yesterday, and they said to me, you know, I have people in my church today, and they're never coming back to in-person church again because they like watching church in their pajamas too much. Well, where's the fellowship in that? God calls us to a community. God calls us to a fellowship. It's really difficult to have that. 
you know, being a church, you know, we have to understand that for the Christian, we are, to, we are the church. We're not supposed to go to church, but that we are the church, that we are the body of Christ, and we need to live in relationship with each other. And so we are called a community with one another in Christ because we need it. And here's one of the things that we have to understand, that in Christ, God invites us in the community with him and with each other. Like You hear that? God invites us into a community with him, and he invites us into a community with each other. We get to be in community with God and others. It's a, it's a blessing. It's a gift from God. Now, you know, Scripture will use the word fellowship, and we, we can get into that, but we're not going to get into, you know, uh, the meaning of words and everything along these lines in, in this episode. But community is really important. Community helps you guard your heart. Let me ask you, how is your community? What does your community look like? Now, I know because of the state of the world right now, and even when you're hearing this episode, it's still going to be difficult uh, to be in community. The way it's been life uh, over the last year. But what does your community look like? You see, our community, and we'll get into this a little bit more uh, in, in later episodes, your community influences your heart. And what, and what is your heart? Well, if you've been listening, your heart is the center of who you are. It's what makes you, you. It's the center of your being. And everything flows out of our heart. Our heart is the wellspring of life. Remember, Proverbs 4.23, above all else, guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life. And so... Our community influences our heart, or the lack of our community influences our heart. And Satan will take that influence of our community or lack of community, and he'll try to start to influence and pollute our heart in one way or another so that it will pull us away from Jesus. Because here's the thing, Satan wants you and I isolated. He really and truly does. Satan wants us isolated. God wants you in community with other believers. Satan wants you alone. That's really, that's a big thing, isn't it? Because if you think about it, Satan wants to kill and destroy you, and he does that when we're in isolation. And so God calls us to community. God wants us to be in community. He wants us to be in fellowship with with each other. Well, why is that? Well, I'll just throw a couple things at you uh, to lay at your feet for you to, to think about. And one of the reasons God wants us in community is quite simple this. You're created for community. You and I are created in the image of God. And part of the image of God is that he's a relational God. And what I mean by that is You know, God is in relationship with himself. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. You know, that's the Trinity. And don't worry, we're not going to get into what the Trinity is, um, but it is that God is one God who is expressed in three distinct persons who are all equally and fully God at the same time. And we are created in his image. And so part of his image is that he lives in relationship. We are created for relationship. That's why in Scripture, uh, and back in Genesis chapter 1, uh, Scripture says, God says, let us create man in our image. And we see the, the Trinity there where God says, let us create man in our image. You are created for relationship. You are created to be in relationships. Not through a screen, but person to person. 
And that's why Satan works to isolate you and I. Because when Satan can get you and I isolated and living in that disconnectedness, it gives him a foothold into your heart to attack you, to pollute your heart. And so that is why it's important for you to be in community with other believers. I got a prayer request uh, just a couple days ago uh, from someone who said, you know, during the week I struggle because I don't have a community of Christian uh, brothers and sisters. It's only on a Sunday that I'm in community with people that have the same values that I have, and it's really hard. It's really difficult. And that just broke my heart because that's Satan trying to keep that person in isolation. You're created to be in community. Uh, And not only that, it's not good for you to be alone. This just blows my mind, and I have seen this firsthand, especially with my kids uh, and even in myself over the last couple uh, months, but it's not good for you and I to be alone. And what I mean by that is not just spiritually, but physically, right? It's not good for us to be alone. Uh, community is actually good for us. I want to read you a couple things that I, I found interesting uh, over the last couple months, right? Um, isolation messes with your body and your mind. Isolation, listen to this, leads to stress. I don't know about you, I hate stress. But isolation leads to stress in our lives. Isolation also leads us to not being able to deal with the stress in our lives as well. Not only that, but isolation makes somebody more depressed. Huh, who would have thought? But isolation makes you more depressed. Isolation causes problems in processing information and making decisions. I don't know if you ever visited someone in the nursing home who is, uh, they're always alone. And if you ask them the question, they just seem depressed and they, they seem to lose the ability to make decisions. Well, part of that reason is, is because they're in isolation. And what has happened over the last couple of months is people have been so isolated that they're struggling to make decisions that they never struggled with before. But not only that, and this is a huge one, we won't go off on it, but isolation has been found to weaken a person's immune system, making them more likely to get physically sick. Hmm. We'll just leave that there where it is. But isolation leads to more anxiety and more panic attacks. And when people have anxiety, and we're going to talk about anxiety in one episode coming up, but when people have anxiety, they tend to isolate themselves even more because they're just anxious about everything. At times, not all the time, but at times, when we're anxious, The cause of that anxiety may just be because we're isolated. And the cure that we might need for that particular bout of anxiety, if you would, might just be some time in community with other people. Think about that. A person may not need uh, to another pill. They may not need another uh, whatever they're doing for their anxiety. They may just need to hang out with somebody and go for a walk and talk with somebody and be in community. See, God invites us into community because it is physically good for us. Not only that, but community is good for us and it guards our heart because it's causing us to be who we're created to be, that to be in relationship. It guards our heart uh, physically because, because of the good things that come from it. But also this, community enables us to grow in Christ. 
if you're a Christian, if you've been walking with Jesus for some time, do me a quick favor. Think back over your life and see if you could see the times in your life where you were growing the most in your walk with the Lord and where your walk with the Lord was at its best, that it, it was going well. I will go out on a limb and say, if you can find those times in your life, most likely you are in community with godly people. And I don't mean just an hour on Sunday morning where you just said hi to people, but I mean that you are in community with godly people because that's what community does. Growth Growth in Christ happens when we're in community, not isolation. Because what happens when you and I are isolated? We're not going to see Christ. Most of the time, we're not going to pick up the Bible when we're alone. We're not going to pray when we're alone. You know what we're going to do when we're alone and isolated? We're going to go to the refrigerator, we're going to get some food, and then we're going to see what's on television. Or you're going to sit there and just scroll through social media And that's what we do when we're alone. We hate to admit it, but guess what? Most of the time, that is what is true. And so God calls us into community because it's in community that we are able to grow in our walk with the Lord. That doesn't happen in isolation. It really doesn't. And one of the other things that community helps us to do, and we'll we'll end with uh, this one, but community helps us carry each other's burdens. You see, we all carry burdens in our life. And it's one of the reasons why our hearts get polluted and we get sad and we get depressed and we're not guarding our heart wells because we actually need somebody to come alongside of us and help us. Just to carry our burden. Well, it's hard to have somebody carry our burden with us when we're not in community. It's really hard to have somebody come alongside of us and help us carry the the weight that we're carrying when we're in isolation. You know, Paul tells us in the book of Galatians that we're to uh, carry each other's burdens. We can only do that when we're in community. And that community, the number of that community, the number of people is always going to be different. It's not so much the number of people, but it's being in community. See, one thing in ministry that takes a lot out of me is the fact that I can't fix issues for people. That bothers me. I dislike it. But one of the things that I've learned is that I can't fix things, but you know what I can do? Is I can help carry other people's burdens. And sometimes it's just being there. You know, there's been awful many times uh, that I've been to the hospital and I'm watching someone pass away laying in bed in in the the medical bed and I see their family just going through this and I don't have any words to say. You know, I I, I pray for them and I just stand there um, and sometimes you don't have words to say. And in those times, I'm just praying that, Lord, I, I pray that just me being here as a sign of support helps them. See, you are able to carry someone else's burden in community. And someone else is able to carry your burden when you're in community with them. This year has been really difficult on many different fronts. And one of the fronts is that we've stepped outside of community and isolated ourselves even more. If you want to have a healthier walk with Jesus, 
If you need help going through the things that you're going through in life right now, you need to find godly community. And you need to get plugged into that because godly community is going to help you. Godly community is going to help you guard your heart. It's going to help you carry other people's burdens. And at the same time, other people are going to help carry your burdens. And it's going to help you to grow in Christ. Community is so important in our walk with the Lord. Community is so important for us and for us to guard our well, to guard our heart. So how's your community? Are you trying to be plugged in? Trying to be in relationship with people outside of looking at them through a screen or a text message? I know it's different, but it's beneficial. And so we pray that this episode has been a blessing to you and uh, just pray that you'll get plugged into some godly community and the Lord would uh, work in your, your life. And we would love to hear from you if we could be of any assistance to you, uh, prayers or, or questions or anything along those lines. Just let us know. Um, you can let us know on uh, Facebook and we'll get in touch with you. We'll be praying for you. And uh, if you wouldn't, just get in some community. It'll be beneficial for you. You take care and have a great day.